0: Well, we're back, and just like that, after Dorian hanging around out there in the ocean like an old Pasco snowbird in Walmart, not knowing where the hell she's going to go or what she's going to buy, and then she was gone. But we're still here this week on Top 5 for Fighting, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years,
1: decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, Give. spoilers. Okay? Oh, yeah. We are, oh, yeah, are yeah. going to talk about spoilers That would have been a huge dick if, move.
0: Get the Charmin. Greg's going to shit on something.
1: <laughs> Tell you this. what's
0: going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just, you're like, why did I do this?
2: Here we go. I, he's I got really, that look on his face that really like he's getting ready to punch this, a baby.
1: Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, <laughs> <to> hauling <laughs> an ass, nothing but underwear, and probably an naked too. Underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun.
0: Welcome back. Hey, we're safe. Dorian's gone. Uh, we didn't get so much as a whimper outside. Not not a lick of a wind. Um,
1: not even a raindrop.
0: I mean. Felt horrible for the Bahamas. That that footage is terrifying. I couldn't even imagine
1: two two hundred miles and two hundred mile an hour winds for twenty four hours, it, and it just sat there and beat the shit out of them like like Ohio State player on date night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there, there's number one. It's uh,
1: I will have a bell next week. The
0: video that I saw that was really like just made my heart stop is the video of someone in their house or apartment, condo, whatever it may be on the second floor in the water level was just up over the bottom of their window in their living room. And that was the ocean. And that,
1: that video happened during the eye. And, you know, if, if you're not familiar with how a hurricane works, even as brutal as it is, that eye section that you see on the on the overhead, it's completely calm, like a crystal clear, like yeah. A sunny day. No breeze, no nothing. It's the, it's, and uh, there was one hurricane in North Carolina that came through and the eye went right over us. And it is, it is creepy. Like it creepy. Well, Just the, creepy. Uh,
0: the, there was a picture that the, hurricane plane had sent back and it was just bright and sunny and there was almost you could see the circle shape of the eye and it was just nothing but blue sky above it and you're right that yeah, that's just it's, it's weird creepy it's because you really know because you know it's coming
1: right but that video was uh somebody heard them screaming and ran out during the eye knowing that they only had a finite amount of time to get them out of there and the only way they could get them out was to have them jump into the water the yeah. water was so deep they were able to jump into the water and then they had to swim and they brought them over to their place. Yeah, it's
0: it's it's just it's horrible. There's all kinds of relief efforts out there, um, donations and all that stuff. Obviously, are going to be huge because that. I mean, if you think about it, that whole island is just decimated. Like it's brutal.
1: I saw someone say something on Facebook this week, uh, this weekend. If some of these cruise companies don't send a couple of ships down there to give these places a place to live while they rebuild. We ought to go to under their front office and put them out of business because the money that they make off of the Bahamas, right? They ought to give some of that shit back to those. It's people. It's a home. It, it, I yeah, mean, the,
0: it, it's a cruise port. I mean, basically, it's it's a destination like five, on almost all seven of those stops cruises. There. Yeah, Absolutely, it, it's so, crazy. So let's hope. Thankfully, uh, our, we didn't get any. I mean, we joke all the time, like you know the hurricane parties and stuff like that. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for a little something for. You know, a little something. Definitely not nothing to that scale, but no, that you, know, you just see that, and you're like, okay, I can go home to electricity and running water. I'm, I'm, I'm in good shape. So yeah, that was. Uh, I, I should have been a weatherman. I sh- I should have had a whole different career path.
1: We make fun of them, but that shit ain't easy, man. No, it's not easy, but that still. That shit ain't I, easy. I mean,
0: that's real talk. You, you can be right 30% of the time and still get paid oh, less, I think, still be on TV and I everything I think you're else.
1: shooting high when you say 30%. <laughs> 30% <laughs> I know. I was being generous, okay? 30%, that's like an Ohio State A. The, see, there you go. Well done. <laughs> There's just a... Uh, it's still football season, folks. They're going to come hard and fast. the uh, That's what she said.
0: The um, <laughs> not... The fact that this thing sat and didn't move literally stationary for a good part what was zero, it, 12 hours? zero
1: miles an hour for, I think, 19 hours. That did not
0: move. That's insane. And it was just destroying everything that it was sitting over. So thankfully, it missed us. It's on its way up north. Um, we just sent it right to
1: Ohio. Prayers to all of them. Yeah. And listen, if, you, if you're listening to us and you lived on the, the east coast of Florida or. Georgia or South Carolina, North Carolina, you guys aren't out of the woods yet. Yep. Don't fuck around and act like this thing ain't got any power. It's still a category two. It can and, still get
0: mean. And it could still get stronger, too, they're saying, once it goes farther north and hits that coastal water and warmer water up there. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm just glad it missed us.
1: Me, too. Good things. Me too. What else
0: you got this week?
1: You had a whole fucking hey, list you, of stuff. What'd you do last Friday night?
0: Last Friday night? What did I do last Friday night?
1: I know what you did last Friday night. What I, I, I can't remember what I had for breakfast much less fri- last Friday night. You went and watched something Friday night. Oh, Jaws. No, that was Saturday night, silly. Friday night. Oh, high school football. was a football. football game. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, here we go. Yes, I totally forgot about that. I'm yeah. Like, you caught me on the spot. Yeah. Uh, Kickoff of high school football season, uh, Morgan's junior year. Went to go see Countryside, and they played played well and sat in the stands and watched you ref a game or attempt to ref, ref a game.
1: Yeah, I screwed it all up, didn't I? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Let me tell you Let me tell you how the coach felt about that. Here we go.
0: Here's some this good is, insight on high school football this from is my the fo- ref.
1: This is my football story for the week, guys. Hopefully I have one of these a week for you for a couple months here.
0: Well, I texted you during the game a couple times. Yeah, you did. With some shenanigans KD. that were going on first of all
1: i'm not gonna we, i mean we all know what school it was It was countryside sure and they played land lakes yes who, land lakes was not good not very good i think you and i could have played defense against land lakes offense they we were not rounded good. up some
0: buddies and tore them apart
1: but countryside has some talent on that on that team speed but they are um not a very well-behaved football team and it stems from their coaches does the term punk bitch mean anything uh, the first thing that I knew the night was going to be rough was when we went over to the sideline, and like I told you earlier, they started that forty-five second clock this year. This is high school football. After after a kickoff, when it's blown ready for play, you have twenty-five seconds to kick it, and if you don't kick it, then that's a penalty. It's a delay of game. Right. So when they did not kick it, and we threw the flag, and the coach looked at me, one of the assistant coaches, and says, "Hey, what's that for?" I said, "Delay game." The guy goes, "On the kickoff?" And I said, "Coach, it's the rule." Well, you could have some leniency. Would you like me to have some leniency when the other team is holding? No, it's a rule. You enforce the rules. And not, not only that, that's plenty of time to get your goddamn team that's out there ready to go. And we don't blow it ready to play until your team is fucking out there, ready to kick. So that's on you, Coach. Here's, here's my story. Go ahead. Here comes. Here no, comes. No, no. no I'm, r- I'm ready for it. Okay. The last three years, what's the biggest thing that you've heard about pro football, college football, youth football? What are they trying to do? Concussions. They're trying to make it safe, and they're trying to eliminate concussions. Right. You are not allowed to hit another player above the shoulders with any part of your body. Your hands, your forearm, your elbow, your shoulder pad, your helmet, you are not allowed to hit them in the helmet. Which my
0: favorite part of that is that's why you're given shoulder pads, and that's why you're taught to wrap up and hit them in the chest. Yes,
1: we threw five targeting penalties the other night in the first half.
0: I know. I was there.
1: And at halftime, the coach says, what are we doing? What, what do we need to work on? The head coach was really cool. The head coach was really cool. Wow, he actually just asked you. He said, T- tell me, tell me what, wh- what we need to work on. And the white hat was like, you guys are hitting the other team too high. You cannot hit him in the helmet. We're using our shoulder pad. It doesn't matter. You cannot hit him. He said, okay. How many targeting did we throw in the second half?
0: Uh, it was zero. Zero. I we was going to say, because I don't remember
1: many. In the, first, in the first half, we threw five targetings and four unsportsmanlike conducts. Mm-hmm. So there was one play, and this is the start of my story. Wide receiver's dragging across about nine yards deep. He has two defenders right on his back. The ball's thrown to him. It hits him in the hands. He kind of fumbles it, and he drops it. A third defender comes in right from the front and put the top of his face mask Dirty. into the face mask of the receiver, and I threw the targeting. Right. So Countryside's wizard... Offensive coordinator, who I know his father, and this guy is, I'm sorry, dude. You can come talk to me. You're a douchebag. Gets pissed. (laughs) Wouldn't shut up. Screaming at me across the field, and I'm not going to give him the time of day. So on the kickoff, I am on the 20-yard line of the home team. He walks down the field, and he says to me, what's the matter? Can't you see through them old fogged-up glasses, you old fart? Bam, 15 yards. I'm not putting up with that shit, right?
0: I would have thrown that flag extra high.
1: I, I, I don't know if I did. I tried, <laughs> I tried to get away from that because you don't want to act like you're enjoying throwing the flag. You just want to throw the penalty, call it, and move on. See, that's why I can't be a ref. Right. So at halftime, we stand on the field. We wait for the players to clear. We start the 17-minute clock to start the halftime. And while we're standing there waiting for the field to clear, this guy comes walking across the field, and he's eyeballing me. And I'm looking at him. Giving me the stink eye. Give me a stink eye. Well, you know me well enough. I don't back down. I don't care if you're a foot taller than me. If you want to throw knuckles, we'll throw knuckles, because one of two things is going to happen. I'm going to kick your ass and say, I beat his ass, and he's a foot taller than me. And give you 15 yards. Yep. Or I'm going to say, what did you expect? He's a foot taller than me, <laughs> right? Oh my, right. I, I, it's, it's a built-in excuse. Right. So as he's walking across the field, he mouths at me just with no words. He just goes, horrible. He mouths it at me. So I mouth back at him, moron. And that pissed him off. Right. So then he wanted to run his mouth while we were walking off and he says something and the head coach says, Hey, I told you to shut your mouth over there. And he says, I was just talking to him about the call, and I said, No, coach, you weren't. You were insulting me. And I said we're and we're not gonna put up with it. And the head coach. Shame. And the head coach told him, Shut your mouth and get in the locker room. So the guy knew he was wrong. Here's the best part. After the game, we typically go out and have a beer and dinner together sure. as a crew. We went to the varsity club. That's awesome. So we're sitting there, and guess who comes walking in? Not the offensive coordinator. Oh, it's my buddy. So he comes walking in, and I'm sitting there, and as he walks in, he notices me, and he gives me this real hard stink eye. I just smiled at him and waved. Fuck you. Best thing to do. Absolutely. What are you going to do? So for the next 15 minutes, he's continuously looking at me, just like, like he wants to come over and start some static. Right. So about the fourth time I caught him, I just looked at him, winked, and blew him a kiss. It was over. Nice. Night was over. He wouldn't look at me again.
0: <laughs> well, it is Florida. I'm surprised why, he didn't buy you a drink right? at that point.
1: Why does somebody think they can act like that, and then they don't understand why their kids are little dipshits on the field? It all starts at the top. Mind-numbing. It's, Mind-numbing.
0: It's. I mean, the sad thing is it's not really these days. For, for one, I mean, in, like I've said before, I've yelled at my fair share of coaches, but you never, never, ever make it personal. It's, you know – I understand just as much as the refs do and as coaches and everything else, it's a tough job to do because the game is fast. Things happen. Obviously, some calls get missed that shouldn't be, but some calls get made that are dead-on correct and should be. It, it, it's it's a tough game to ref, and you you can only catch so many things. you got
1: 24 kids, 22 kids, going 22 different directions in about three seconds. And
0: the only thing I can say on the coaching side of it is that, you know, you want – unfortunately i've seen some players and coach some players where the coach wants to win more than some of the players do and it's you know you're so passionate about it and you get so wrapped up into it and i was just as guilty as anybody else you get wrapped up into it big and a lot of it because my son was on the team and um you want that for them so bad and it it, you can get carried away and i have a couple times but never once did i drop any f-bombs to coaches or make it personal or or anything like that but you know coaches like that when they cross that line and they're just they're wrong to do it
1: it's not like i just happened to throw a targeting foul there were right. five of them for yeah, god's it's, sake it's you guys like were doing something
0: wrong yeah and you could tell that you know there was a little extra shenanigans going on in, the, in mostly oh, in the first worse. half like you said but the way they're acting and the way all these you know high school players to most it, it is their fault because they get caught up in what they see on tv you know, do you have to celebrate every catch, every first down, every you know, every little thing you do? Do you have to stand out in a crowd and make yourself just so you know when I'm put at work, yourself on
1: show. When I'm at work, when I wire a receptacle and I plug something and it works, I do a fucking dance every time. I dance. I I, I spike my hat. You know I, what? I'm going to start doing it. You might as well, right? Because you, apparently when you do your job, you get to celebrate even though you, you might know, not have done your job. When I
0: show up to Key West tomorrow night safe and sound in the work truck, I'm going to get out and I'm just going to I'm gonna bring a football with me and spike the shit out of you're
1: gonna it. Be like, you're going to be like Bruce Willis in The Last Boy Scott. You're going to dance a fucking yes. jig, Junior. Yes, junior.
0: absolutely. That's Here's, what I'm going to
1: start doing. Two, two things I just wanted to say <laughs> about that real quick. Number one is when I was a kid, my dad coached my baseball teams. Back he in nev- my day. He never coached. No, it was it, not necessarily back <laughs> in my day, but it was a long time ago. My dad always coached my baseball teams. He never coached my football teams. But I remember one time I was upset about a call in a Little League baseball game. Mm-hmm. And I said, I didn't even scream it at the ump. As I was walking off the field, I just said loudly, that was a horrible call. I sat the rest of that game, and I sat the next game. Because my dad said, you are not going to fucking act like that in front of me. And he said, if you do it again, you're done. Yep. The second thing is, it's important to want to win. It's important to want to win and to work hard to win. 100%. But you know what? There's no shame in getting beat by somebody else because right. there's very few people out there that are the best at what they do. Right. So when you're playing a football game and you drop a hard hit on somebody, it's not that hard to reach down, give him your hand, and help him up instead of looking at him and, and going, then, stay down. And then
0: go celebrate with the other guys on your defense. Yeah, high the, and it's over. I, I want to see that. And it always reminds me of watching... It, you know, again, because where I grew up, watching Big Ten football in the '80s, that's the only way they celebrated. The, you you saw eleven guys jumping around, patting each other on the heads, you know, going nuts after you know a turnover or you know a touchdown catch. There was a mob of their own players celebrating together. That to me is the best celebration but, ever.
1: But never once demeaning or degrading the other team. There was
0: no throat slashing. There, there, yeah. I mean, maybe in Miami. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember <laughs> Miami back then. But. <laughs> Um, for the ones that weren't in jail, or doing coke off hookers, or whatever Miami does. But my point is...
1: Boats and hoes. Yeah, boats, boats and, and hoes. <laughs> the origin
0: of that song. Teams celebrated together big plays and stuff. And then, you know, the the ESPN era came in, and, and now all of a sudden everyone has to be a, a standout by themselves. And, yeah. And I hate it. Like, I do too. I just, I can't stand it. It makes me sick. And honestly, if I was a head coach and I had a player that kept doing that, And and when you're doing it, especially when you're losing, I would yank that player, go go sit him on the bench, say, hey, you want to act like an idiot, go over here and do it, and you can watch the game from here. until Until you're ready to come out here and be a team player. Absolutely. Um, But, yeah, that's my little rant on idiot players.
1: All right, cool.
0: Punks. I mean, and they're young. I get it. They're impressionable. But that's your job as a head coach. Set them straight. Because, sadly, these days, they're getting more direction from their head coach, and they're getting it home. And yeah, I know and it's not all of them, but even the head coaches. Sadly, like, that's the way it is. It these is. Days, you're, you're right. But it is. You know, some head coaches are better than others.
1: But you know what? These co- these coaches that act like that, it's, it's seriously. If your head coach a acts like
0: game, if your head coaches act like that, what do you expect from the players? Uh, agreed, hundred percent. Because if he does it, well, shit, I'm, gonna, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like coach.
1: We there was there was one team, and I actually have this game later this year at F- Countryside in Boca Ciega. We did Boca Ciega a couple weeks ago. And they throttled Gibbs. It was fifty to nothing at halftime wow. in a high school football game. This team is good, right? It's running clock thirty or thirty-five. Thirty-five in high school. Thirty-five points. Thirty-five. Okay. Thirty-two in youth. I love that running clock. Oh, me too. It's the best because thing because these high school games it, go
0: way too freaking long. Yeah,
1: they do, especially when it's that kind of an ass beaten. This team was up on Gibbs fifty to nothing. They come out the second half and they were running a hurry up, no huddle spread offense. They were doing it because their their p- practice game got run out. Okay re- had rained out, and they needed the practice. I understand that, but one of the kids got mouthy, and the coach grabbed him and said, "You're done, yeah. you're done for the night and And I told the coach after the game, you were the only coach I've ever seen do that, and I have a lot of respect for you yep and and i I, I, I firmly believe there that. Are I firmly co- believe that the, there are some
0: very, very good coaches out there, and th- they don't get enough credit these Unfortunately, days. Unfortunately,
1: most of the good coaches teams suck because they're willing to sit the 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 Antonio Browns right yeah <laughs>
0: good reference, yeah, right. oh yeah. What else you got
1: this week? What else do I have? Um, <laughs> how much... <laughs> here's, here's another rant I got. We're going to just open it up right off. How, how much personal space should you be giving somebody in public? In movie theaters, one seat. Okay. That's my rule. What if you're in line at a convenience store getting a cup of coffee first thing in the morning? <sighs> Three feet, four feet? When I turn around... Hey, how about this? Arm's length. When I turn around, should my coffee hit you in the chest? Never. Back the fuck up. <laughs> Back up. God, you're in
0: a bad mood this week. You're, I'm a, Hey, I get, I'm not in a bad mood. I just no. do two things. I will agree with you because if I'm in a 80% empty theater and someone sits right next to me, I literally want to look at them and just throat punch them. I get up and move. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, I've done that before. I get up
1: and move. I'm like, We're, I mean, what the fuck, man?
0: And I will throw in a sigh or an eye, an eye roll or something like <sighs> that. Get it, hazy candy, but I've never <laughs> said. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I want to, but I don't.
1: I almost did this morning, and I don't typically like to start crap. If right. you want to start crap, I'm all, I'm down for it, but I don't like to start it. Don't start none. It won't, won't be, be none, none, right? I'm at the. I'm uh, every morning we go to the Wawa down here, and if we need gas, we get gas. Oh, I get a, the a, worst
0: a, Wawa in Pinellas. Oh, it's
1: it's busy. It's clean, and the people are super nice there, though. And I get a cup of coffee, and I get a bag of ice for the cooler. I'm at the register. I'm paying and i never i never carry the ice cuz the life, the 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 line is pretty long and they know me in there so i pay and then ooh excuse me i go and get my <laughs> ice Well, pardon me ladies and gentlemen um and i get i get my ice and then i go to the van so i pay and i turn around with my cup of coffee and when i turned around my left shoulder i turned to my left bumped into the guy behind me and i wanted to say you trying to fuck me i mean what's what's going on here you breathing on my neck you going to stick your tongue in my ear i'm in a i'm in a I'm in a freaking convenience store. Back up. <laughs> I just, if I, if I popped him in the chest and said, oh, back up, man, would I go to jail? Probably. Passing, pa- pass blocking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> step, drop back.
0: Step, pu- punch, drop back. Punch, I really drop try
1: and just be nice to other people, but I don't know how you can be that clueless to step up behind somebody that close. Hey, I'm with you.
0: Personal space. Hey, I call it respect the bubble. I like it. Get out of my bubble.
1: I like it. This guy has no idea what bubbles were. Unless I invite you into my bubble. He couldn't afford soapy water when he was a kid. Apparently not.
0: No no dove in that household.
1: Right. (laughs) I wanted to talk about this last week, and we didn't. Here we go. The final Joker trailer came out.
0: Oh, oh, sir. This is going to tie into the one and only story that I have for this week. So you go ahead, and then I'm going to segue that right into the shit storm that I created. No bullshit. You'll, you'll see. Go ahead. I'm so glad that, that this ties in perfectly.
1: Okay. So anybody who listens to the show knows that I don't like trailers a lot. True uh, they, story. They – they. And I'm the opposite. I love them. I, I want I, – I mean, I like them for what they're supposed to do. Right. But there's too many trailers that ruin the movie.
0: I 1,000% right? agree with you, you there, yes. If you
1: showed me a trailer about a movie and I'm like, oh, that – that looks... That's intriguing. Not to cut you off, but a perfectly good example to support that
0: theory that you have right there, the last Star Wars trailer. Perfect example. Why the hell are you showing us Ray with a red lightsaber and a hood looking like a Sith?
1: Save that. Yes. I don't need to see that. 100%. Don't... Keep that under wraps
0: until the movie comes out. 100%. Ensure sure, it's a swerve. We know that's not going to happen. But that's a cool-ass visual that you could have saved for the theater. That could have been a... That could
1: have been a Captain America holding Mjolnir moment.
0: A th- even though it's, we know it's just going to be a vision fake or whatever, but I just wanted to say that's a perfectly good example of why you are right.
1: Now, do you want to know what the perfect example of a good trailer is?
0: Yeah, I, I will give you one. The trailer for Dunkirk when it came out, when it was just the bridge scene and you hear the plane come in, the tra- the soldiers hit the deck. And then it just says Dunkirk. Yep. that That's all I needed. And
1: that was a great trailer for something that you could look up on the internet and find and out what the, happened.
0: The ticking clock in the background. Yep. That's all I needed to see f- for that movie.
1: I'll give you my example of a perfect trailer. Go. The Joker. Yeah. If you did not know who the Joker was, you would be looking at this movie going, what is happening here? What is or what, what is?" What's his deal? Yeah. What What in the world? Did someone just sit next to him in an empty theater? There are so many things about this movie that they've shown me in this trailer that I really don't know what's happening. I now want to watch the movie so that I know what's happening. They you really only know
0: two things. One, it's the Joker. It's the Joker. And two, it's you, the Joker. It's <laughs> his basically an origin which you've never seen before. Right. They've hit... In the comics, there's been a couple different versions of it. This one being the most popular that they took a good portion of, the failed comedian Um, in the comics. It was his wife and kid that was bad. Shit went bad. But this one, it looks like he's caring for his mom. But outside of that, you don't know. You don't know the extent of his grip around the city or what happens. You know that Thomas Wayne knocks his ass out. But other than that, you're right. You don't know because they do such a good job of saying, Here's comes the Joker and it looks dark, but that's it. We'll see you in a month.
1: Now I don't know if it's gonna be good. I'm not telling you that from this trailer that it's gonna be good, but right. I will I will tell you this. I will go I'm gonna, I'm go gonna see be it. there opening night. Yeah. Hell yeah. As
0: soon as those tickets get released, we're we're there. And I'm, I got I'm a go feeling Richard's gonna be there with us.
1: Well, I, that we need to make that happen.
0: Uh faux show. Sure. So your story. Oh obviously, with this podcast we've tried to do as much as we can you know interacting with colby and other podcasts you've you know um cheers big ears you you know we've talked to those guys we've gone back and forth on twitter we've made a conscious effort to try and get in touch with more people to try and spread the podcast so you know hopefully we can make this thing somewhat successful someday right i agreed so i try to do the same thing i don't really do it on our twitter i kind of leave that to susan because I don't want to, like, contradict anything she may say, or I don't want to upset anybody. But on my own Twitter, I, I do the same thing. Like, when people follow us, I try to follow them and just get more of a presence and interact with more people. Boy, did I ever.
1: Oh, shit. Okay.
0: So this is one of the, I'm assuming they is follow this a, us. Is this
1: a hold my beer story? Kind of.
0: Yes. It's, put it this way, it was my first somewhat Twitter fight.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Yeah. And I don't. You don't? I, I, I don't. Because, even even
1: though you'll tell somebody what your opinion is on
0: Twitter. Because it, at the same point, it'd be like me going out into public and saying, hey, I, I don't hate Trump. You're just asking for a shitstorm of unreasonable crybaby baby right. bitches that have a cause.
1: I've 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 seen you involved in those are uh, not it's not an argument discussions, no. we'll call it right. discussion. And when you'll say such and such they're like, "Oh, you're a moron." And you right. be like, "Well, that's I mean, if that's what you sure. want to believe, that's cool, but I happen to like it." And, and that's usually where it and is. And there was
0: a meme just to I mean, just make this point first, like when that happens, I think the other people have this vision of like what they're saying is going to just throw me into a fit of rage and I'm just like stomping on my keyboard. No, I am giggling. Cra- and th- there's a meme that does this, like how people think you are in, the, in an online argument or something like that, but how you really are. And it's a guy just kicked back, just laughing his ass off. That's me. Because, for one, it's stupid. It is. Everyone's an idiot on, tw- everyone's an idiot on Twitter for the most part. Everyone's got to argue. Everyone's got a cause. And no matter what, no matter what you say, you could be Jesus Christ himself they're going to find reasons to argue with you, tell you you're wrong, tell you're stupid, and just start v- just really attacking you. Yes. Because as we've said before, nobody discusses anything. So, the Joker trailer comes out. And I stumble across this tweet that happened on when because I followed the official movie page, and it released, you know, here's the, f- the final Joker trailer, and I'm all giddy. And, you know, I, I'm always curious to see what other fans are saying. Here's the here's the tweet that I read, word for word. Based on my opinion that the Joker trailer scares me, I have hundreds of people telling me to kill myself, they'll beat me up, fuck this bitch. Quote unquote Lieberstein. I don't know what that means. Lieberstein mentions thinly veiled anti Semitism. Okay, that makes a little more sense. The men of this country are not okay. What are we doing about it? But there's more. Yeah, I, I was like, what the hell? This is a comic book movie. It, it, this is a movie, right? Okay, this isn't a documentary like Harold so, and Kumar. So,
1: so uh, t- I'm going to guess that this is someone that's pushing their own personal or political agenda right. so on a I, website talking about a movie trailer. So
0: I completely ignore it. I'm like, okay, next. Here's the next one. And I'm not going to use any names, but it's Animator Girl. And I looked it up because I was curious. This person here is an animator for the CW Network. Nice. Right? Okay. Pretty successful. I mean, you're, yeah. you're an animator for a, 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 nas- in, a nationally recognized TV you're station. In show business. Right. That is crushing it with DC characters. JFC. So for the people that are not Twitter literate, Jesus fucking Christ. Point made. And then it's got the emoji with the hand over the face. This movie feels irresponsible. Given the current political climate, I'm sorry you're getting so much harassment. Now, let me just start off by saying nobody should be harassed like that, online, impersonated. It's just, it's stupid, it's wrong, but that just goes back to my original point, ignore it, because it means nothing. Nothing is going to come from that. Unless they're your neighbor, I guess. I don't know. So, (sighs) That person responds, I'm not keeping up with the Joker trailer reactions, but I'm so glad to hear I'm not alone. This morning I was wondering how the subject matter of a misunderstood white, again, here we go. You know they got a cause because they have to make, make point out that it's a white guy. It's a Joker. You should know it's a white guy by now. With extreme anger issues could possibly be any less well-timed. Okay. Well, if you knew the material, it's not an anger issue. It's different. He's a cra- it's, a, it's a mental issue, not an anger issue. So then Animator Girl follows up again, and this is going on and on. This is the last one I'll read. L-O-L. So now she's laughing at it, Animator Girl. My point exactly. I don't know why they want us to empathize with the Joker. He's a callous sociopath. He makes a great villain, but as a protagonist? Like I said before, if they gave us a movie where Jake Gyllenhaal played an imposter Joker stealing his thunder, I'm in. So what that means is Animator Girl wants a Joker movie not about the Joker with Jake Gyllenhaal. That's okay. So then I had to answer.
1: What does Jake Gyllenhaal have to do? She just likes him. Again, okay. I, w- what I
0: should have done was just delete, let it go, move on. I'm not
1: going to lie to you. This is why I typically do not reply to much on Twitter, because I'm fucking lost right now. And I'm telling you right now. I'm lost.
0: And I'm telling you right now, you shouldn't. So we've gone from a Joker movie that is a comic book-based movie. To uh, White Men's On to one of the greatest villains in all of comics. Probably the greatest villain in all of comics. In Marvel DC. Arguably the number one villain, because it's fascinating. For sure. It's Fictional characters like Ben Affleck does in uh, what, what is it in uh, Jay and Simon Bob Strike Back? Oh, yes. Fictional characters. Yes. <laughs> okay. So then, now, as I do like to do on, on occasion, not go crazy, but just.
1: You poke the bear, did you? Stoke
0: didn't the coal a little bit, you know,
1: you turn it ba- up. Took a baseball bat to that beehive.
0: I, you know, it's not like I go off all crock like that coach and just call people names and whatever. So I just simply answered. Calmly, reasonably, maybe with a half smile. This is my response. No, the movie is not an attempt to make, make you empathize with the best comic, vill- comic book villain. <sighs> Let me start over.
1: I'm glad you wrote this and didn't I'm say so, it. I'm so <laughs> giddy. I'm just,
0: this just makes me giddy so much. No, the movie is not an attempt to make you empathize with the best comic book villain of all time. It's just a single take on his origin story. Nothing more nothing less, most importantly, in all caps, it's just a movie. So then I get a response from this guy, no names, Mason Brown, no, Mason Bowen. If it were only a movie to everyone, then death threats wouldn't be getting sent. Again. I should have walked away.
1: Who the fuck is sending death? What are, what are they talking about? This the
0: original tweet. This Audrey whatever with what, what's her name that made it a racial thing with Liebenstein and all that stuff. She was saying she was getting harassed, getting hundreds I'll I'll say it again. Okay. I have hundreds okay. of people telling me to kill myself. They'll beat me up. Fuck this bitch. Okay. What are you doing listening to hundreds of threats on Twitter?
1: Y- yeah. And why aren't you re- and why aren't you reporting them? Because that's <laughs> as, as I'm pretty sure Richard can can, can confirm. That that is a form of, of a threat or an assault or something. It, it's, yeah. it, it's so just the, report well, them. The, the big topic,
0: cyberbullying. I get it. Whatever. Me personally, just delete it. Move like, on. Is
1: that like when I tell you to go fuck yourself every night over text? Daily.
0: Yeah, right? Daily. You know what? It kind of makes my day now.
1: <laughs> I can't sleep unless you tell me. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then Super Mason jumps in. If it were only a movie, everyone wouldn't be getting death threats. So then, of course, I just like, all right, may, I'm just going to respond one more time. Because I'm, you know, like that. Because you're you. Because I'm me. So then I said, so cancel Hollywood and all movies. You know what? Cancel alcohol due to drunk drivers. Close Twitter due to all the trolls with thin skin. That's all I said. Nothing off Nothing off the cuff, crazy, unordinary, whatever, right? So if you're going to blame one thing and take away everyone else's fun, let's just do it for everything. Absolutely. Oh, Yes. Blaming Hollywood and movies for, this is what this Mason guy responded. Blaming Hollywood and movies, you can read all these on my Twitter feed, by the way. Blaming Hollywood and movies for the people that ruin it and threaten violence and murder. Good call, my guy. The problem lies with the fan base. Okay, not crazy, okay, whatever. So I just, again, should have walked away, but I didn't. There's only a couple more, because, again, you can go read all these on our Twitter, at Putty2773. So then I said, "I'm confused." So you're saying that people aren't held accountable for their own actions? It's the movie's fault. And then he asks me, "This is where it gets. This is where I'm like, okay, I'm going to share this and tell this on on the podcast." So then he asks me, "You can't hold people accountable while also recognizing factors that cause the outcome?" And then I simply answered, "No, not when they blame their actions on things like movies or video games, things, game or things like that. No, I can't." So then he sends me a gif. It's Obi-Wan saying, then you are lost. This is where it gets really heated up with the women folk. I said, am I lost or just strong enough to be a man and take responsibility for my own actions? It's an odd premise in the excuse world, an excuse-filled world these days. Well, that, that, then the feminist came out. <laughs> Fragile male egos are so unattractive. Do you think women don't take responsibilities for their actions? That's what she took out of that. Now... How Let me read my tweet again, and you tell me who I'm talking about or directing this to. Am I lost or just strong enough to be a man and take responsibility for my own actions?
1: Well, Pretty self-explanatory, it, it, right? They're, they're trying to make it about themselves when it's not about themselves. Right. So does that mean? Does that so mean
0: <laughs> I answered. Oh, God, <laughs> Jesus. I did. I'm, al- and I'm almost at the end. Don't worry. Because at this point, I'm like, this is pointless. It's like arguing with a glass of milk. It's just milk. You know, what? whatever. Drink it, shut up, put it back in the fridge, it's over.
1: You're not white!
0: So I couldn't stop. So I said, not at all. I said, if you read it closely, I'm referring to myself. (laughs) This is where I instantly, deliberately poked the bear. Don't try to goat me into a Me Too argument. Read better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, then and then she, and then she got just triggered. flew off. The, yeah, so you justify your sexism by throwing it into a corner and calling it me too. And then I just simply answered sexism. I referred to myself. You used it as a way to launch your argument. Nice try, though, smiley face. And then I just let it go from there. Over the Joker movie, that th- this is what happened, and it's just a perfectly good example of how people these days act. I just call them activists terrorist activists, they, they, they just won't shut up about what they believe in everyone else you know what, don't go see the movie
1: easy, easy enough, don't
0: go see the movie because not everybody's crazy I played plenty of GTA in my day, I've watched plenty of bad horrible mo- Punisher John Wick, love John Wick you don't see me going out shooting up gangs or trying to infiltrate the mob to shoot everyone in the head 30 times do you I can handle my shit so why should I be told that you know this movie's irresponsible
1: well, first of all, so dumb. It's it, and, and I'm not going to make fun of uh, the woman or the guy here because this isn't, this isn't a, a sex thing. Oh, don't no, I? It, it's, you're not, right. it's not about what your sex is. I mean, if you have an opinion, it's common and sense and it's a, issue. Val- you know, it's a val- valid opinion, then y- you I, I will listen to it. Sure. I like the ones that say, and let's preface this by saying all of these mass shootings that we have are, are a horrible, horrible thing. I like the ones that say, well, you know, it's because he played violent video games. It's, sure. not, it's not because he played violent video games. You want to know why? Because I've played tons of violent video games, like you said. I've GTA, never wanted, I've perfectly never, good example. I've never wanted to go shoot something up. Nope. It's like saying, oh, well, it's the gun's fault. Well, it's not, it's not the gun's fault because if the gun was just sitting on the sofa, the gun wouldn't do anything. The problem is that in this country, there are no repercussions for your actions. Especially online. So, but her her thing, uh, yes, especially online. In a world where when you used to open up your mouth, you got popped if you said something to piss somebody off. End of story. Now you now you do that shit. These motherfuckers do that, and then they send you a, a shitty, like a bye Felicia, and then they block you. <laughs> so you can't, because that's all they do, because they're too much of a pussy right. to, to, to live in the real world, but... You're going to complain about the Joker, something that has legitimately been in existence for 70 years. To be honest with you,
0: what really like, prompted me to not drop this was when someone calls a movie irresponsible. Yeah. How are you calling a piece of art, l- literally, and I hate using that term because it makes you sound all artsy-fartsy, you're calling a piece of art, a movie, irresponsible. Who's irresponsible, the one that makes it or the one that chooses to watch it even but, though it bothers them?
1: But regardless... Um, the Joker is bad because it's so violent. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Anybody? Friday the Thirteenth. Scarface. Godfather. Saw. All horror movies. I mean, and you know what? I won't even make it white. Boys in the Hood. Um, uh, don't be a menace to South Central. <laughs> South Central. <laughs> drinking I your ju- fucking juice. love that movie. What was the other one with Wesley Snipes? I'm New gonna Jack Sucker. New Jack City. Um, all, all all great movies. Yeah, there's there's no there's no race associated with violence. Violence is violence. So don't act like only white men kill people. or And don't act like only black men kill people because so they I, don't. I Basically, I learned my... You know,
0: at that point, I was just... Uh, and what I did do, funny enough, I did make that last remark and blocked all three of them just because two reasons. One, I was over it. And two, I knew it would piss all three of them off so they, they couldn't keep, you know, th- shooting shitty messages my way, but... I proved my point. It was dumb. Wow. But, but I had to unblock them to in order to read those messages. <laughs>
1: that's interesting. Uh, For entertainment that's purposes only. Over the Joker. That's Over really, Joker really weird. Yeah.
0: So uh. yeah. So here's what, I, here's what I'm going to end it with. If Ohio State can trademark the word the, I'm going to trademark the word it" because I came up with that. Because that's what they are, twidiots. Jump on the paperwork. Right? Tra- trademark pending, people. You say it, I get ten cents.
1: (laughs) Ten. I want fifteen. Fifteen. Sold. So yeah, there's that. That's. I just. You know what? I give you credit. I. I I can't do it because I am the one who gets angry. Keep in mind, I giggled the whole time. That's. See, I. I don't. I get. I I get angry. I don't even bother anymore.
0: I just giggle because if you go to my Facebook page or anything, face. I'm terrible at Instagram. I have it, but I'm terrible at it. I don't. I don't have it mastered like I do Facebook. Twitter is very easy, very basic. You know, you're limited to what you can say, you know, uh, character-wise, number of letters-wise or whatever. But, you know, you can copy links and stuff. It's very easy. But everything I do is just based around fun, sarcasm, movies, sports. Just uh, mainly my Facebook is just all sarcasm.
1: There's yes, a, it is. There's
0: enough serious bullshit out there. I agree. I, it's my personal mission. My what do you call it? My movement is just to make people laugh, and and that's what I stick to. Fair enough. You I know,
1: you know, when I have those conversations with people, I do get angry, uh, and I shouldn't, and that's why I stopped. But right. I get angry because I don't treat people like that, uh, right. and, I, and I don't exactly. want to be treated like that. That's yeah. why I just stopped. Yep. Like I'm the only person that I'll legitimately have one of those discussions with anymore. Whether it's political or whatnot is, and I've mentioned it before, is my friend who lives in Seattle, Douglas Taylor, mm-hmm. because he he will not come at you with anything but facts. Right. Sometimes he'll say things, and he'll it, it'll be opinion based, and I don't agree with it, but it's his opinion, and he's being respectful when he says it. Yeah, but these he's days he's never like, "Oh, you dumb fuck! I can't believe you
0: don't like cinnamon right. toast crunch." But well, these I don't days, like if cinnamon, if you so can eat, have an opinion and actually back it up, that that's that is so rare these days yeah it is without just well you're stupid
1: yeah well he's a damn human encyclopedia so i can never call him stupid like
0: what i want to do so much like online and stuff and obviously i don't Is like when you know people on online if you go on online and hear about the level of hatred that people have towards the president nine times out of ten if you ask them why they can't tell you well because everyone else hates him. well do they because he won.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he's enforcing a law that was enacted 25 but years ago or
0: something stupid. to prove my point, it's just people don't have discussions anymore, and and that's what's frustrating. But in this case, I was having the
1: time of my life. Well, pe- yeah, that's funny. People do have discussions, but the problem, you the problem is about with it. discussions is, is discussion is not about be- to seek to make somebody wrong or right. It's about to be able to move forward and make the world a better place. Which is why we like to talk about movies and everything else. Exactly. Because it's just how you feel about It, it is. It is. So, one last thing before we go to break. Uh, I did see something this week that disappointed me as excited, and we're gonna not, we're, we're not going to talk about it for a long time. Okay. Um, with Disney, the D23 stuff, and all the stuff they announced last week, and the Mandalorian trailer, which we were both excited for. Have you oh, seen. Oh, giddy you seen, as hell. Have you seen what Disney's going to do with that? With the Mandalorian? The, yeah. R- what? They're, they're going to Game of Thrones us with it. They're only going to release them one at a time. Oh,
0: I knew that. I'm totally okay with that. But did you see why they're doing that?
1: Because they don't want people to get nope. it for two days, binge watch it, and cut nope. it off. Nope, that's not why. Because they haven't filmed it yet. No,
0: it's still, being, because it, it's still underway.
1: Because but somewhere somebody on Twitter is pissed off that this is racist. Because it's a man playing the Mandalorian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why isn't it the woman DeLorean?
0: Because, no. because
1: that, that car is not made anymore.
0: True. Too bad, though. Cool car. It was. No, the timing of it is what they're doing. Episode one, through the finale... The finale airs the week Star Wars Rise of Skywalker comes out. Nice idea, great idea. Why
1: don't you just give it to me all at once so I can binge watch it? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm with you, but I'm, I know that's why I'm they're doing sort it Sort of too.
0: glad that they're not because I would I'd have it done in a weekend. Yeah, and then, then you could like, watch it five times. You're right, but I'm I'm okay with this one. At, I'm at okay this point. with
1: it too. I was I was disappointed because it's just gotten to the point where they drag this stuff out. Most people do The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones. This stuff you're just like. <sighs>
0: Because if they did release it, that'd be a hell of a Saturday.
1: Yeah, it'd I, be, it, uh, exactly. I
0: don't think the internet would work. You couldn't pull me away from it if it if it all right. released on on a certain day. It, I, I agree. It. I but agree. Yeah, it's uh, well, yeah, I did know that. I and I read why they're doing it, and I'm totally okay with it. But it would be nice, to ranch it up because the ranch comes out on the 13th. Yeah, and I'll does. have that done that weekend as well. It, it, you'll have that done by the 14th. It's <laughs> such a great show. It is so funny. <laughs> it's the most Sam Elliott. Show Sam Elliott's ever done. (laughs) He's the best.
1: I love that guy. He's so fun. You have to love that guy.
0: Absolutely. One hundred percent Sam Elliott's a goddamn legend.
1: They got a sign above the urinal that says don't eat the big white mint.
0: (laughs) The dude. (laughs) No, that's
1: that's Sam Elliott from the Roadhouse.
0: Oh, I know, but Sam Elliott in the beginning and ending of Big Lebowski is just freaking great. Yeah,
1: he is. Awesome. I need a drink. Yeah. We'll be right back. Me too. I'm gonna go check my Twitter. (laughs) we want our listeners to be a part of the top five for fighting podcast how can you do that you might ask well mike and i are going to tell you you can share a Charmin story with us if you ever experienced the worst of the worst whether it's bad service terrible airplane or theater seatmate horrible movie a defective product or anything else top five for fighting wants to give you a chance to dump all over it
0: send us your stories or you can share a florida story with us could be a true story, something that happened to you in the past, just anything crazy, share it with us. Florida's famous for its beaches, sunshine, alligators, and let's face it, a bunch of weird, crazy people that are here. You may have heard me on previous episodes sharing stories of, on the podcast with some weird things in Florida that, that people just do. Have you witnessed anything truly outrageous or strange Floridian behavior? Share it with us. We'd love to hear about it. I'm sure everyone else would love to hear about it, too. How could you not? Right? We'll read a Sharman story. A true Florida story during the second podcast of each month. If we don't pick your story for the regular podcast, we may still read it, your story during, get this, Greg, future bonus episodes. Bonus, bonus episodes? Bonus episodes. I like it. We're putting together a Patreon page, and we'll be making bonus content available for our contributors.
1: So submit your story. Visit top5forfighting.com. That's top five, the number five, fighting.com. That was one hell of a break. That was a nice break. That was a great break. <laughs> I'm rejuvenated. We went and found an impossible whopper. No, we didn't. The hell we did. Oh, for the record everybody, Haitian mudslide time, impossible whopper. We oh. never talked about it. Oh,
0: yeah, the the aftermath? Yeah, we
1: never talked about it.
0: Wasn't that bad for me, but I've got an iron stomach. For the most part.
1: Yeah, I I do too, but that was But you didn't. That was rough that day. That was rough. <laughs> All right, so uh, one of the things we like to do is our True Florida stories, um, and we do those on the first episode every month. We do our Charmin circles. Um, you guys send us your Florida stories and your Charmin circles. I think we had a handful of them. I don't know if we lost them through the email. I'm going to take the hit for that one. But son I've, of a bitch. Yeah, I know. I know, Aaron. I know you had one, um, and I can't remember. I can't find it in my email. I, I so my apologies to anybody that sent one that hasn't come out. If it but was please, Aaron, he was probably sending you a virus. But please. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding, Eric. But okay. please, please send those to us. But this, this week, we're going to do a true Florida story. This is a doozy. This is, uh, this is fantastic. Is it, though? Florida man accused of stealing $12,000 of electricity to power his marijuana grow house. I can see that. Yeah. So here we go. 63-year-old Florida man has been arrested after allegedly stealing thousands of dollars worth of electricity to power a home used to grow marijuana. I'm not going to say his name. Of Newport Richie was detained by deputies from Pasco Sheriff's Office oh, sh- Pasco County. No way. Shut up. Are you serious? Pasco Sheriff's Office just before 4 p.m. on August 30th, according to inmate records. Last week police searched a home on Chickadee Road in the suburb of Holiday and found dozens of marijuana plants. Phew, that's not my street. What? <laughs> so you're saying they didn't find ours? I'm just yeah. um that's all I'm saying is that's not my street. Here's where it gets good. While Ruiz is not believed to have lived at the address, deputies had found some of his personal property inside the residence during a search, including medication and a power bill. In addition, the subject was at the properties when authorities arrived on the scene. According to the police report obtained by the TV station, the home, uh, we'll give him credit, WFLA, the home's energy usage was flagged by the power (laughs) company Duke Energy. Which allegedly noticed that the electricity was being diver- that electricity was being diverted to it, officials told the sheriff's office eleven thousand nine hundred and seventy nine dollars and seventy three cents of energy had been stolen
0: by the subject. Now to put it in perspective, my electric bill last month. Now keep in mind, you know, the month of August, in the summer, was one hundred and eighty bucks. This guy's bill was over eleven thousand dollars. Eleven thousand dollars.
1: The electricity was reportedly being used to power air conditioning units and grow lamps. Ruiz was charged with theft of utility servos, serv- services and illegal production of marijuana, both felonies. He was transported to Land o Lakes jail and held on a total bond of $10,000. Now, Richard, you know I didn't make that up because the bond is an actual number that you would believe, right? Correct. So it goes into, um, you know, what the rules are and what the laws are and this and that and blah, blah, blah. But this is the one that I like Clay Electric, a Florida-based energy company, says online that people typically steal electric- electricity by tampering with meters or equipment. The process creates a dangerous safety hazard. When someone steals electricity, they're really stealing from their neighbors. There's really only a couple of ways to steal power. Oh, because you're an electrician. That's right. Let's get some insight on There's this. really You have to be ballsy enough to go up to the transformer and hook something up and bring it in yourself, which probably doesn't happen. I'm out. Right. Right, right off out. the bat, I'm out. You can bypass the meter. You can pull the meter out because if the power company locks you out, they still leave your meter they just do some stuff to it so that the meter won't bypass the power. disclaimer don't
0: do don't this don't do
1: this because it's unsafe. I will not work on a live meter can. I crawl up on a ladder and I cut the power lines coming in I won't because the meter can's metal with big thick wires. so not only not only was this guy breaking the, he's got some balls. This guy's got some some serious hey, neezuts because cajons. I ain't touching that shit while it's hot. Grapefruits. Um Apparently he can go to prison for quite a long time. Um <laughs> for the electricity or the weed. <laughs> what's you, what's worse? Utility theft is a growing problem facing our community and utility industry, which urges citizens to report suspected cases of stolen energy when the utility is illegally used it can result in fire, flooding, hazardous conditions, property damage, bodily injury, or even death. Now, he he can be fined by up to a year in prison and a thousand dollars, or up to three times the cost of the utility stolen.
0: So thirty three thousand dollars. Yeah. Ouch. Hey, he
1: can cover that. Yeah, he, I guarantee it's stuffed in his mattress. Excuse me, officer. Can I have my weed back so I can pay my yeah, bill? Right. But I need it to pay my. Here's my the fucking sp- crazy thing, though. If you're making that kind of money, that's insane. Why are not you just paying the power bill? Why would you give any? Because uh, he's sixty three and growing weed.
0: Because Florida.
1: Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen! That's a good one. That's a that's a fun one.
0: That is a good one.
1: Speaking of good ones,
0: how about the list?
1: Let's get to our top five list.
0: Now, we have to, be, because this is one that was brought to you by Richard Alexander, attorney extraordinary. He's been suggesting this one since pretty much the beginning. Um, we decided to do dick moves in movies, and no, it's not that kind of a dick move. It's
1: yeah, not <laughs> n- so not a reverse sixty-nine.
0: No, it, oh okay, it, 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 it's not a. It's not one of those kind of movies, Greg. It's someone in a movie that does something that only a dick would do. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, let's
1: get right down to it. There are some dick moves in movies that you're like, holy crap. And then there are some dick moves like, I cannot fucking believe he just did that. Well, I have a good mix. I, I have
0: our traditional top five, but I have two that I'm adding to this list because they were done outside of the realm of the movie and on purpose to the actors. By the directors, like real life dick moves. It, so hold and on, not, they're not story based. They're l- this shit really happened. Okay, so
1: hold on. So you're not going to do a top five list. You're going to do a top seven list.
0: No, no, no. Th- this is two examples of something separate. <laughs> oh, I'm than, just kidding. Yeah. I'm okay, just kidding. <laughs> oh
1: come on. All right, go first. I had to bust your balls a little bit. A little bit. Why do I have to go first? I'll go first. Go fuck, fuck it. it. I don't you care. go first. Jeez. I don't
0: know if this is. Considered a dick move, but when we decided on this topic, this was the first scene that popped into my head, and it's a classic scene that everybody has seen in a movie. In this movie. It's in Raiders of the Lost Ark.
1: It's a dick move.
0: And, yes, the Ark is a MacGuffin. Indy's running through the streets, and the crowd parts like the Red Sea, and there's a giant samurai-looking guy with this massive sword waving it around. Like, he's just going to cut Indy in half. Well, that doesn't work out well for the sword guy because Indiana Jones just pulls out his pistol, shoots at some bitch in the chest and goes about his day. It's just awesome. And if I read if I remember right, that was completely kind of thought up off the top of his head by Harrison Ford. He says, "Why, don't, why wouldn't I just do this? No. And he was like, yeah, that was not what happened. OK, well, how did it happen? He
1: had dysentery. Oh, I knew that. And he had to go to the bathroom and they had done that scene like five times. And he was tired of whipping, and he had to, he had to, had to take a shit. So he pulled his gun out and shot him. The guy played along with it, and Spielberg went done. Perfect. It's in the movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I knew. I do know that he was very deathly ill. Very that sick whole during film, that, that r- old, yeah. running around scene, which well, is why his shirt is soaked. Yeah. Because he's literally
1: super, super sick. It was in the eighties, and he was probably somewhere in Mexico. Right. All right. My number five MacGuffin is in Back to the Future. <laughs> MacGuffin. It's not a MacGuffin. Egg, egg Mac- MacGuffin. Why did I say MacGuffin? I don't know. Speaking of, which, speaking of which, corrections department. Oh, shit. We have one? Yeah, we do. It's called the Marketing Angel. I spoke last week about Casablanca and it being Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. It was not Lauren Bacall. It was Ingrid Bergman.
0: You think I would have known that? You wouldn't have. You could have left s- that right out.
1: But Colby would have. And Colby, no, probably, probably, Colby probably would <laughs> kick me in the balls when he sees me and goes, you, you stupid fuck. You know, like everybody else does. Back to the future, when Marty goes back in time and we first see Biff and he's walking out of his house and the kids are all playing with that, like, dodgeball. Yeah. And they're like, give us our ball. He goes, you want your ball? You want your ball? And he turns around and he whips it up onto the patio of the second story of a fenced-in yard. (laughs) That's a dick That's a classic move. And and what a dick move, but I laughed. Every time I see it, isn't that on page one of the bully manual? What, what a tool bag, and it just fucking cracks me Toy up every time from I other see kids, it. Throw it. Right? Yeah. And these kids are like five; they're not even they're not even old enough to. I, it's it's just fucked up. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I actually pulled that move once, sort of. We were in a pool of a place that we were living at, and there were some there was two kids specifically, and this story ended with the cops getting called. They would not stop shooting other kids in the face with their squirt gun, even though the kids were like, "Stop it! Cut it out! Knock it off!" Well, then he started doing it to me. So I grabbed his super soaker and threw it in the pond outside of the pool. Good for you. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it took such joy in that because they were like, "Oh my God, what the hell?" But they, these kids were terrorizing other kids, and finally, the pool, the, the apartment owners just called the cops to get these two kids out of here, which were. It was fun to watch them get escorted off the property. Nice. Yeah. Not a dick move. It was kind of a hero move actually.
1: It was. That's a hero. That you should have had a fucking cape on when you did that. Chuck that shit right into the pond.
0: Uh. What do you do now? Go go get it. <laughs> go ahead.
1: I hope there's no gators out there. I hope you're the only one in that pond. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Mine number four, which I have two moves tied into one. Okay. Cause these one both of these moves were worthy and it was done by the same character. Nice. We all love cousin Eddie.
1: Oh fuck it. Christmas a.
0: vacation. The first scene, him and Clark are strolling through the grocery store. And Eddie's, you know.
1: You company uh, kill off all those people back over in uh, India? Uh,
0: obviously down on his luck, rough <laughs> Eddie with the R V that was gonna be parked in the driveway for six weeks. Um Well, that's a bitch of it. We <laughs> rolled into town on fumes. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> So I could go all day. Clark, I, that movie spe- <sighs> specifically. So Clark being the stand up, just genuine love everyone family man that he is as well. You know, me and Audrey talked about it, you know, and we, we want to help out and give the kids a good Christmas instantly without skipping a beat. Eddie pulls out a list goes, "Well, we got a list right here and starting alphabetical with the young yeah, little ones." And he's got a just pages of Christmas items. So he was prepared for this, waiting for Clark to offer and was ready when that moment came.
1: You know what my favorite part of that scene what is? What a
0: di- Hold on, I got uh, there's there's a second part. I don't want you trudging on my
1: shit. I'm not going to trudge on your shit.
0: They're walking through the aisle and Clark picks just household supplies, picks up a pack of light bulbs.
1: That's my favorite part of the scene. He
0: picks up a <laughs> pack of light bulbs and set it on an almost full grocery cart.
1: Of dog food. Uh, it was, yeah, was all it's dog just, food. It's
0: filled with, you know, for snots because snots is a giant. You rock, roll over and let, let
1: Uncle Clark rub yeah, your belly.
0: No shit. <laughs> um, so Clark sets down a couple light bulbs. Eddie picks up what looked to be about a 45-pound bag of dog food <laughs> and slams it on top of the light bulbs without even skipping a beat, even paying attention to it or nothing. I mean, Eddie's the ultimate dick, but funny as hell.
1: Oh, yeah. And you know what, though? His dick moves. Honestly, I don't even believe he he's not even realizing their dick moves. No, no, no. It's just Eddie. It's just Eddie.
0: Yeah. But Eddie's, n- I, I should even just mix this in because it's, it's the scene in Christmas Vacation that gets me every single time is when Eddie just casually walks over with the eggnog in hand, hits the windmill and shatters all just the blades off into it. about 30 pieces and just is like,
1: hmm. <laughs> like didn't even care. Then he walks over to the ornamental nuts and starts cracking them with it's the nutcracker. Love it, Eddie. Love just, it. just a dick. I'm, I'm, I meant to talk to you about this earlier and I forgot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw something in. I want, I would like to see people participate with us a little bit more, and it's also gonna force us to let people know what the top five list is. Yeah, step your game up, people. Can't James do this ourselves. James <laughs> Thompson sent us his top five list of dick moves. Okay. And my favorite one on his list of dick moves is the ferret in the bathtub and the Big Lebowski.
0: You know what? That is a great call, isn't it? That's almost mm-hmm. as good as pissing on the guy's rug.
1: Yes. Never even thought about that being a dick move, and I tried to think about that movie because that movie's just fucking classic, start to finish. And I tried to think about um, I tried to think about uh, Christmas Vacation, and I couldn't pull one that I thought was as good as the ones that I had. But James, thanks for sending that in. Nice job, James. All right, my number 4 is from Rambo. And when it's it's when Murdoch calls off the helicopter when they find out that he has a POW with him and he won't let the the helicopter land.
0: I really wanted to see Rambo snap Murdoch's neck at the end of that oh, movie. Oh, me too. I mean, it's it, I mean, yes, it was the wrong it would have been the wrong thing to do, but man, if there's one character in that movie I wanted to see bite it, it
1: was Murdoch. It was oh for sure. For sure. Without and, a doubt. And on that one right there, not to add another one in, it was really hard for me to not take this one out and put in when Brian Dennehy wouldn't let him have some food to yeah. stop placing in first blood. Yep. But I'm like, ah, I can't do two from the same series. You imagine? Could you imagine being Rambo in that situation? He's like, Oh, I got it, I got it. Oh, where are you going? Where are you going? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, you almost had it. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> Gotta be quicker than that. Yeah.
1: What the hell? Should have got to the chopper faster. Get to
0: the chopper faster. Right. All right, my number three is something that really, really got brought to light after Man of Steel came out. And that's this scene takes place in the original Superman with Christopher Reeves. After Zod has lost all of his power from the when Superman pulls off the sweet move of reversing the chamber, sucking all of the superhuman strength and power out of the three idiots. Zod being the leader. So He's telling Superman to kneel, bow, kneel before Zod. So he does, grabs his hand, and just starts breaking the bones in Zod's hand. Now, at this point, keep in mind, Zod is human. He has no powers, nothing. Superman now is the man again. He picks up Zod and throws his ass across the Fortress of Solitude into a wall of ice, falling him into what looked like a bottomless pit, killing A completely harmless Zod. Dick move, Superman. Dick move. For sure. Now, that always brings up the argument, well, in Man of Steel, Superman never should have snapped Zod's neck. Yes, he should have. He did the right thing. And if you think not, go watch that Superman movie again, the original, and he kills a harmless, harmless Zod who can't do anything. That's a good dick move. And he whipped his ass across the whole fortress into the wall of ice, and he falls down.
1: I don't know how far, but he's dead. Just out of curiosity, it's the it's the fortress of ice, right? It's the fortress of solitude. Yeah, I guess that's all what it's ice. called. Yes, and and yet we have the Grand Canyon in that bitch. Bre- yeah, it's it's what? it's tall. What and what was that cellophane s he threw? That was yeah, that was weird. I mean, whatever. It's cool. It has been used in the comics, though. I know it has. All right, so uh, somebody else sent us in a list. Uh, Joe Stillwell, softball pitcher extraordinaire, my buddy. Who am I might have seen pitch first-handed? And he had some good ones. I'm sure he did. But even though this isn't a dick move, this answer is too good to not use. Were they, any of these dick moves done by a utility worker? <laughs> <Or> <laughs> named Joe no. Stillwell? Well, sort of. If you, if you call, <laughs> if you call uh, John Candy's security officer... In uh, Wally World, a dick a, a utility worker, this was the one that he sent me. he sent me four and and this and it says it says this verbatim ewoks, fucking ewoks <laughs> That's not really a dick move, but that cracked me up right. Um, his was uh, his was the jelly of the month club. Getting a Jelly of the Month Club is a bonus. Huge. That's a monster dick move. Dick move, yes. Like Godzilla-sized dick move. Yes, that, that is something a boss <laughs> at Lockheed would pull. It's it, Fuck that. They wouldn't even give you that. Yeah, they give you a cold turkey dinner and say, enjoy your lunch. Oh, you're done.
0: Yeah, good point.
1: It's a gift that keeps on giving the whole year through, Clark.
0: Yes, okay, I have another one. This is my number three? No, number two. We're on two, right?
1: We are on two. No, no, no. Yeah, oh, I got to give you my number three. Oh yeah, you're okay. That was Joe's. Yeah, that was Joe's. Aliens, when Burke lopped Ripley Ripley and Newt up in the room and tried to get them air quotes impregnated. That was just on Sunday night. I just watched part of that movie Sunday night. Literally, that was just on. I love that movie. It's uh,
0: uh, to me, that's a perfect sci-fi movie. It is. It's fantastic. It has everything you could want. Nothing wrong with that movie at all. That movie is perfect as far as I'm concerned. I remember
1: going and seeing that movie in the theaters. I wasn't old enough. I wasn't old enough to see it. James Thompson actually took me. Way to on go a, James, right? Not I, a dick move. I've told you, man. That's my—he's my dog. Always has been. Yeah, he
0: just added me on Facebook a couple days ago. Him Thanks, and James. my
1: him and my brother. I could not ask for two better people ever to have in my life. Well, maybe you too. Yeah, uh, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. But uh, he bitch. took me to see that, and, and I'd never seen Alien, oh. and I was still like, "Oh, this is fucking badass." Yep. Yeah, that I, was. That just was, in case
0: anybody that's listening, age-wise, the only people that I can think of would probably be either. Phil or Richard, maybe. I saw Alien on on TV, which was basically the beginning of what was cable at the point. Jeez, oh, on, you had it on cable TV. It was called on TV. No, literally, on was the name of the channel, the the premium channel that would play movies. Really? Before HBO. Wow. It was yeah, it, but but that's how I remember seeing the movie Alien. Super good movie, because you barely ever see the alien. That's what made it so scary.
1: Which yeah, it that
0: was is the definition of scary when you don't see anything
1: that is i I agree
0: yep all right my number two again was just on last night and the night before and has been on numerous times at my house is in deadpool when ajax has fully mutated wade into what he is but he's still locked up in the chamber and turns the oxygen off oh just because he's already done what he set out to do but when he says, oh, I'm going to do this, not because I have to, but because I want because to. Because I want to. So he starves him of what he thinks is going to be oxygen for a whole weekend. Of course, that's when the, he busts out the little uh, match and blows everything to holy hell. But just a dick move. Like, Yeah, I'm, that's. I'm turning the air off, not because I have to, but because I want to. Because I want to. And then he locks it up. and I'm like, geez, such, he plays such a good dick in that movie.
1: Susan gave us a couple of dick moves that she'd like to have uh, thrown out there, and I think they're pretty good. In Ferris Bueller, when he pressures Cameron to be Sloane's dad on the phone, and then yells him and hits him when he doesn't do exactly what he wants him to do, <laughs> then he pressures him to steal his dad's car. Ferris is kind of a dick. <laughs>
0: sounds to me like he should be in uh, an administrator at Ohio State.
1: Uh, oh, beat you to, beat you
0: to you it. You did. You beat me to it. I was trying to come up with something. Right. That was a little hanging
1: uh, <laughs> uh She had another one that's actually a really good one. In Rosemary's Baby, have you ever seen Rosemary's Baby? Nope. The premise is essentially that this woman, her husband, wants to be an actor, so he decides to let this cult that worships Satan rape his wife so that he can get acting roles, and then she gets pregnant with, with Satan's child. Jesus That's Christ. That's a fucking hardcore dick move. Is this on Comedy Central? Yeah, it is. Um, and, and she says, uh, here it is, Give, gives his wife to, sat- to Satan Satanists to be raped, so she can conceive the Antichrist in exchange for an acting role, then proceeds to gaslight her for the rest of the film, preventing her from finding out he's one of the worst dicks in movie history. But I have to agree.
0: Was this going to get him into Marvel movies?
1: No, just DC movies. Oh, then it's a dick move. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be like, eh, well. Yeah, right? Know. Wait, wait, wait. I could be Iron Man?
0: What, uh, Honey, what
1: do you think? <laughs> All right, my number two is in Toy Story when Woody pushes Buzz out of the window. Oh, completely agree. (laughs) What a jackass.
0: You you can't argue that that's addictive. Right? What are we teaching our kids? Yeah, I'm telling you, (laughs) Al, if someone's better, you just get rid of them. (laughs) Just uh, have them stand on the plastic and start playing the violin. What if the window
1: was a bus? Because you know what? We ought to get on Twitter right now and tweet about that shit because that is white male empowerment.
0: I think. That's in the director's cut.
1: <laughs> director's it was
0: cut. on a bus, out of move, <laughs> uh, out of a window. Okay. All right. Same character. Sequel. Deadpool. Oh. I, I I had to throw this in here. I should have known here. were going to be from Deadpool. It's. I mean, I could not have these two moments on there because out of all the stuff that he says or does, this one is my absolute favorite. It is in <laughs> in in the, in the sequel. He mentions it in the first movie. He says, oh, by the way, somewhere buried in the house is 116 kilos of cocaine and the cure for blindness. In the sequel, he comes back to the apartment to get some stuff, opens a floorboard, and there is 116 kilos of cocaine in a, and little, in a jar blindness. that says the cure for blindness. <laughs> the shit that he said to Blind Al is so good, and it's totally comic accurate because in the comics, a lot of people probably don't know this, he kidnapped her. Like, he, he he was, she was a hostage, but it turned out the way that it is. And, I mean, obviously he cares about her a lot now, but he's such a dick to her. Like, just so funny. Um,
1: yeah, he just. You know, the part <laughs> where she, he's basically got her giving him a hand job and she thinks it's his legs. Yeah, it, That's a pretty big dick move, it, too. He Yeah,
0: I, I mean, everything he pretty much did or said to her was a dick move, which was just classic, which made that one of the things that made those movies so funny is that interaction between those two. Great, great movies.
1: Susan's last one is
0: Iron Man three. Dick move from the second from the second half of that movie on.
1: When Tony gives the Mandarin his address and then doesn't protect the house and he puts Pepper in danger.
0: Yeah, I mean he didn't know that was gonna happen.
1: But he gave him it his address. He should have been in the suit ready. Dick move but Dick move more arrogance than Dick Agreed. But I wanted to let her get hers in because she she enjoyed this category too, Richard, by the way.
0: Let's not forget, I mean, she brings up a good point. He was kind of a dick in the beginning.
1: Oh, yeah. Big three? Oh, yes. Yeah, he was. Well, I mean,
0: just in general. Yeah. Until he learned his lesson, you know, after, you know, being a prisoner and everything like that. True.
1: All right. uh, My number one is um, James had sent it in his too, but I already had it on my list. And this is my biggest one because this dick move in this movie completely screws this guy's <laughs> entire life up. In Kingpin, when Ernie McCracken puts sugar in Roy Munson's gas tank so that he then has to go con the money so that he loses his hand so that his life turns into. That's a great call. That's a solid dick move. That
0: is a great, <laughs> great call. You know, you could even throw one back. Thinking back now when you brought up the Lebowski when Walter pulls a gun over stepping over the line. Yes. This is not nom, Donnie. There are rules. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. He's literally threatening to shoot and shoot somebody because he's stepped over the line. Yeah. Walter was pretty I mean Lebowski said it. You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. (laughs) Pretty much a dick in that whole movie. Did you do your number one already? Yep, mine was uh, the cocaine and the cure for
1: blindness. Nice. No, so I, okay, go ahead. Richard's number one. Do you remember what he what he said would be? He considered his best dick move.
0: Yes, and I'm glad you saved this because this is t- this dick move is near and dear to Richard's heart. Yes, it is. So go ahead. I'll, I'll give you the honors.
1: And your honor. In the Dark Knight Rises, <laughs> after Bane and Batman fought, Let's paint, the first time. Paint the whole picture here. It's all nice and silent. And there's nothing. No music. They're just beating the shit out of each other, and Bane grabs Batman drops him on his knee and breaks his back crack and then when he goes to get up he makes like a football player that just tackled the ball runner and pushes off on his So remember chest. he's
0: a prisoner at this point the, the, this is afterwards he's in his prison cell being forced to watch Gotham burn yes so Bane goes on his whole diatribe about you know it, you know this is a punishment you got to watch your own city die and he he, he doesn't want was not going to let him die. And that's when he makes the whole speech, you know, when Gotham is in ashes. Then you have my permission to die, and, then <laughs> and it is too, because every time I see this scene now, I think of Richard, because it's so true. To get, he's kneeling while telling Bruce this whole thing, while his back is broken. He's messed up. Yeah, like he is trash, car crash level. For Bane to stand up, he puts his hand dead center in his chest and pushes his body weight on Bruce's body, and you just hear Bruce go. <laughs> <laughs> He's just in pain. Massive pain. He, R- Richard, that is a great call.
1: It is a great call.
0: And a great scene, too. And a great scene. I, I love that movie. I still think they did Batman wrong, but it was a great movie. And Bane was so... Bane outshined everybody in that movie, as far as I'm concerned. I wanted more Bane. Well, who didn't? I still do. Yeah. Bring him back. You should. To whip Robert Patton's ass. Break his back.
1: <laughs> How about we bring back the Bane from... Batman and Robin. No, I didn't say that. Or Batman Forever. That's not Bane. Or Batman and Robin. Or Batman Forever. False. Or one of those Batmans. That wasn't Bane. That was such a waste. Do you remember seeing that movie and going, what the fuck did I just watch? I I know it was cartoon and comic
0: accurate. Um, I mean, dead accuracy looks-wise from the Nightfall comic, which is where that took place. But man, Tom Hardy just reinvented that whole character and made it look awesome. So good. Yeah. So I have two add-ons. Do it. Now, keep in mind, Do it. this really happened.
1: That's just for real. Number one,
0: Die Hard. Everybody's seen it numerous times. What movie? Die Hard. Bruce Willis. Shut up. <laughs> Hans Gruber. I couldn't come up with something quick enough. <laughs> I know you couldn't. <laughs> I was on my game ready for you. Hans Gruber at the end, hanging there, right? John McClane hanging onto his hand. You know, he's off the Nakatomi Tower, just ready to fall to his death. And then that slow motion scene, you see him fall and Hans has that expression on his face. That expression on his face is 100% real because here's what happened. The director, when they had that scene set up to film, he's tied to a you know, a harness or whatever. And they're only going to drop him like 10 feet just in air. He's not going to hit anything. He's just going to free fall to get that shot. So they rehearse this and rehearse this, and you can Google it. The story on it's almost better to read the story because you can really get a sense of what is about to happen. So they practice and they practice and they practice, and you know, um, the great Hans Gruber is getting ready to be dropped. The director purposely had them drop him a few seconds early to get a genuine look of fear on his face, and they nailed it. Nice, because when he was let go, he was generally scared because he was dropped way too early.
1: Kind of a dick move by the director. As uh, it's a but, but hey, but it worked. Great result. They said the biggest problem is that he was falling. He kept going, Mister Potter. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Second dick move I have is even worse, oh, God. because this was also in a movie, and this was planned by the director, and the actor, and the movie is Fight Club, which oddly enough I still have not seen. Eh. I, I know. I I, it, I keep getting mixed bag. And it's just one of those. I just, if, if it's not like I hear it's super long. So it's like when you go to watch it, I think it's like two
1: hours, isn't gotta it? You got to
0: commit to watching it. But anyway, the scene calls for Ed Norton and Brad Pitt to get in a fight. Uh, spoilers, Fight Club. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: You can't talk about Fight Club. Yeah, shh.
0: I know. We're not supposed to talk about it, but I got permission.
1: Oh, nice. I got a permit. Is it written?
0: Yep. Ed Norton is supposed to punch Brad Pitt, and they rehearse this as you know, actors and stuntmen and all that stuff or whatever. So the director tells Ed Norton to cold cock Brad Pitt as hard as he can for the scene. And they had discussed it earlier, I guess, or whatever. And I mean, it's, I didn't memorize the whole story, but this is the best part. In the scene, Ed Norton literally punches Brad Pitt in the side of the head as hard as he can, and you can see Ed Norton kind of get a half-smile in the movie, and I guess that's because he was just the fact that he did it and pulled it off in the movie, and it's kept in the movie, but Brad Pitt didn't know a real punch was coming for the effect of the scene. That's a huge dick move by by the director.
1: Yeah, you gotta kind of, you, you gotta fill a brother in. Uh, I mean,
0: a full punch to the side of the head. Ouch. I mean, that's, I, I don't care who you are, another m- grown man punches you in the side of the face. Well, or Ed Norton. It's Or Ed, even even <laughs> a failed Hulk. <laughs> It's going to sting, and it's going to catch you off guard, especially when you're expecting a fake punch and that shit lands. Yes. That huge dick move. Yeah. Huge. Uh,
1: so that, Yeah. Those two had to be mentioned. I agree. Because that's, they're just those so And good. those are both stories that I didn't know. Yeah. Which is why I listen to this podcast. Exactly. I
0: mean, that's why you have me around. to <laughs> fill you in on useless <laughs> knowledge. Duh.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> th-
0: those are my two. That's, that's awesome. But Dorian gets dick move of the, of the year. Oh, no, no. W- w- You're just hanging around. Yeah,
1: no, no. You don't. Listen, anybody that wants to know a hurricane dick move, Google Hurricane Elena and look at what Elena did. Elena? Hurricane Elena. It was like 86, 85, 86. This, this storm comes below Florida, south of Florida, and it goes up. And typically, when it comes south of Florida, when it goes between. Uh, Florida and Cuba, As Texas. The, the normal the normal trajectory is up in Alabama, Texas or Mexico. Right. This thing skirted through and started going towards Texas and literally did a 180 degree turn and came back right at Tampa Bay, right at Tampa Bay. So it was 100 miles in the ocean and just said, no, nope. didn't hit Tampa, though, did no, it? no, comes and sits about 50 miles off the coast for like seven hours, and it just <laughs> sat there on a Sunday afternoon watching the football games. They really didn't have cable back then, so you're kind of watching what you're watching. Right. They kept interrupting, get to a shelter. This is a monster. Protect yourselves. And we were like, eh, we're good, because it was already halfway to Texas. Comes back and stops and sits there for like seven hours. They're like, Hillsborough County's closed. Schools are closed. All of, just, all of this stuff. Brace for it. Brace for it. You, g- g- dig a hole. Get in that bitch. Come and, and join Elizabeth. And this then about a big one. Yeah. And then at about four o'clock, five o'clock in the afternoon, it just said, I no, no, I want some chili. I'm going to Texas. And then turned around and just right back out of Texas. And within twenty minutes it's like, Okay, we we can have school tomorrow. I was like, What the fuck just happened?
0: So this hurricane basically came at Tampa hung out offshore and was like, do something. What are you going to do? Yeah, and then, come at
1: me, bro. And then just did the, I didn't think so, yeah, and Yeah, they just the said, fucking, that's what I thought, and then went the <laughs> other way. So you spent the whole Sunday like, holy shit, what are we going to do? Because they were like, it's not going to hit us, it's not going to hit us, it's not going to hit us. It wasn't even like the spaghetti models back then. It was just like, uh, it's going towards Texas. And all of a sudden, uh, Katie barred the door. That is a hurricane dick move, my friend. That is a huge dick move, I will agree. That's a good one. All right. Um, We're going to do the typical stuff. That's it. At GBishop72. At At Putty2773. The marketing angel is. Come at me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) The marketing angel is T5FF underscore angel at Top5 for Fighting, uh, fighting top5forfighting.com. We do have a hockey podcast that we had a really cool interview with a radio personality from Detroit on the Podomatic Network called Top Shelf. Um, Detroit Sports Podcast uh, d- Network. On the, I say that every you, you, every time it's, it's you do on that. The, it's on the Podomatic app on right. the Detroit... Po- <laughs> I, Greg, I got this. Zero fucking beers, ladies and gentlemen. Detroit Zero Sports beers. Podcast
0: Network. It's called Top Shelf, and I get to talk about my favorite team, the Red Wings. Uh, today, we got to talk to Sean Belegian, who's a big-name uh, radio personality, announces hockey games. It was a lot of fun. Talks some in-depth Red Wings hockey, so... Uh, for you Michigan friends of mine, check it out, top shelf, on the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. You got that, Greg?
1: The Detroit Sports Podcast? Toy- yeah, Pod- the, yeah. there
0: you go. <laughs> fucking mush mouth over here. Right, and
1: I, like I said, zero beers. OBKB. No alcohol. OBKB. The, what the fuck? <laughs> Normally, I feel much better when I talk like that. Well, the good news is you're going to get a week off to, to rest. Yep. Um. Unfortunately, I am going to have to go out of town for a week for work, so we are going to not have any new releases after this one for a week. But... If I come back early, I will work it out with my unbelievable co-host here, and we will get you an episode up or out. Uh, maybe we'll try and put some bonus content. Kind of, we'll see. It's going to be. I'm going to be super busy. I'm going to be in Atlanta yeah, for a week.
0: Work is work is work. Yep. Yeah, gotta yep. feed
1: the family. Gotta, gotta 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 try and feed the family. Um, thank you so much for listening. We will have before the next episode. We will have what our our topics will be, uh, and um, pay attention. We're probably going to list the next three or four out there. We did have a poll. Thank you to everybody who participated in the poll for our future po- uh, topics. God damn, I cannot fucking talk. You, you know okay? what? You okay? This is. You know what? I got. <laughs> we got to talk about one more thing here, real quick. Oh shit! What does that say? What does that say on the top of that paper right there? Um, getting old. Getting old. Fuck that.
0: Hey man, It's Nothing but a number.
1: I can't remember shit anymore, man. I, 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 I swear to God, I'm in here working on this room on Susie's office the other day, and I walked out to the kitchen, and I'm like, what did I fucking come out here for? Went back into the room, remembered, walked back out to the kitchen, fucking forgot. You want to you, you hear some insight on that? And what about my goddamn personal space? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not getting old. It's your body telling you what's important to remember and what's not.
1: Oh, my God. That's why I can't so much movie stuff. I can't even, I can't even freaking talk here today. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And 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 helping us figure out our next topics, uh, we're gonna put them out there. Please send us your stuff. You can send them to me or Michael Messenger. You can post them on the on our Facebook page. Uh, your interaction, we we really enjoy interacting with you guys.
0: Keep it coming, Richard, Trent, Aaron, James, Joe. I mean all the, all the guys that show up. I mean just just keep it up.
1: Yeah. And if you haven't done it yet, what the hell are you waiting yeah, for? Yeah. What the fuck, man? God damn. Oh, last thing, we have someone that listens to us every week. In the St. Louis, Missouri area. What? And I don't know anybody. Congratulations on the Stanley Cup, by the way. In the Kansas City, Missouri area. See, I can't remember jack shit. In the Kansas City area. Send us, send us a message. Go I'd Chiefs. Like, I'd like to know who you are because I don't have any friends that I know of that live there, and I'd like to know how you heard about us. Yeah, step up, please. Just, just give us a wave and say hi. I'm the guy or the or the woman from from K- St. Kansas. What's that city called? Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Show me. Please. Yeah. (laughs) No, show me. Show me. Thank you very much for listening. You guys have a wonderful week. Talk to you soon.
2: Let me tell you something about this monstrous leviathan.
1: Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less.
2: I think we're just gonna have to clockwork orange your ass.
1: All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was. I can smell the freedom. He always buries it. something.
0: Here's the precursor <laughs> to this story. When I first it's like met, like a cat here.
1: in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah.
0: You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me.